Hi, I'm Tiffany Roten, and this is Happy Young Adults, Episode 3, Driving Your Life, Not Letting It Drive You. Welcome to Happy Young Adults. I'm Tiffany Roten, owner of Direct Your Life Coaching. I'm a huge fan of young adults, a mother of five, four of which are young adults, a lover of everything outdoors, and a certified life coach. I'm here to give you tools to feel better, to be more confident, to feel less stress in your life, and to help you look to your future with confidence and excitement. Let me help you learn to become a happy young adult. Hey, young adults, how goes life? I'm so glad that you're joining me here today. This is going to be fun. Today, we're going to talk about driving your life and not letting it drive you. And with that, I'm going to teach another real foundational principle of learning that I teach in my life coaching business. So have you ever wondered what really drives you in your life? What causes you to do what you do? What causes you to want what you want? What causes you to go after the things that you go after? I think most people would probably tell me, well, I make goals or I have, you know, a lot of ambition or I have dreams that drive my life. Or maybe, maybe it's what other people think or want us to do. Maybe parents are driving us to to do what we do. Or sometimes I think we do things because everybody else is doing it, right? We go to college because everybody else goes to college and we, we do things for that reason. And, and maybe, uh, the reason isn't because we ourselves wouldn't want to do that. And in all of these cases, this isn't really what's driving us. We think it is, but it's not. So drum roll here. I know you're all anxious to hear what is it that really drives us. I'm going to tell you now, it's our emotions and feelings that are what drive us. Okay. I know you're probably just rolled your eyes. It's fine. Roll your eyes. (laughs) I'm used to it. It's fine. But I want you to stay with me here for a minute because I'm going to show you how and why emotions are really what drive us and why it's so important that we understand this really, really well. So today we're going to look at a few things here on this podcast. We're going to look at what are emotions and what really is causing those emotions, what why, or why emotions are what drive us. Then we're going to look at why we don't really like to feel bad. We don't like to feel anything negative, negative emotions. And the last thing is how can we feel emotions and not really make those a problem? Okay. So first I want to start out and I want to talk about what emotions really are and what causes them and why it's so important that we understand this. Emotions are things that we feel. And we usually are going to feel them in our body, right? Of course, when we're feeling stressed, usually our heartbeat's going to be faster, our shoulders are going to sag, and we're going to feel overall not great. Generally, stress isn't a feeling we all just love to feel, right? But these emotions cause our physical bodies to react in certain ways, right? So the amazing thing is here is that there are so many thousands of emotions that we could feel in the world. 
But interestingly, most of us usually just operate our lives from about five to seven of those emotions. Well, why is that? And you'll start noticing I'm talking today like, oh yeah, those are some of the emotions that every day I wake up feeling this way. This is how I feel when I go to school. This is how I feel when I go to work. This is how I feel on a date. And you'll start noticing that they're kind of habits. But, and do you know, I, I want you to look at and see what are those emotions that are really driving you every day and in, in, in your life. And um, some of those are going to be positive. Some of those are probably negative. And we need to look at both of those and see what that's creating for us in our life. So I want you to look at this example for a minute. So this morning I woke up and I started thinking about what I had going on today. And guess what is a habit emotion for me? Yes, folks, you got it. Overwhelm. So when I think about what I have to do today, I have this busy schedule. And what do I do? I choose overwhelm. I choose to be overwhelmed. I don't have to choose overwhelm. I could choose excitement or happiness or whatever, but it's kind of a habit. I go straight into overwhelm every time. Well, what does the feeling of overwhelm do in my body? How does that feel to me? Well, I can describe it as my neck feels kind of strained. My shoulders feel heavy. My heart rate usually speeds up. I feel nervous. I feel uptight. But where does really overwhelm come from? Well, if you listen to a podcast number two, you would know that our emotions are always coming from our thinking. So here's how my thinking goes when I wake up in the morning oftentimes. Oh, I have so much to do. Oh my gosh, how am I going to get it all done? Life is so busy. I, I've got to do this for my friend and my kids need me to pick them up here. And I've got a dentist appointment there. And I've got, you know, my business is requiring this and I have these many clients today. And without a doubt, those thoughts make me feel overwhelmed. And then I start my day feeling that overwhelm. And what happens is when I feel overwhelmed, I'm going to act a certain way and my actions reflect overwhelm. And usually it's like being snappy with my husband and my kids and, and being irritable. And that's all created from those thoughts that I wake up uh, with, you know, that are, that are creating that feeling of overwhelm for me. Isn't that interesting? So if I wanted to feel excitement when I woke up in the morning, I would need to create more exciting thoughts. So I would need to think something like, yeah, I'm excited for this day. I'm going to rock this day. I have lots of things to do, but I know I can handle it. Like I've got this. I'm unstoppable. And guess what these thoughts would create in my life? Yes, they'd create ap actions that are more excited and, and more positive and more, more driving for my day. So the next question I want to tackle then is why is it that emotions are what drive us? Why do emotions really are, well, emotions are what drive us to get from point A to point B. They're kind of what give us the energy or the lack of energy of how we power our life from. It's kind of the gasoline for, uh, you know, in a car. They're what like, they're, they make life rich and exciting and also sad and discouraging at times. And if we just felt happy all the time, we really, would, really wouldn't have the richness of experience and experiencing different things in the world. And we wouldn't appreciate, 
happiness when we had it because we wouldn't know the contrast. And I talked about this in podcast number two, where we talked about that 50-50 principle where we're going to experience half positive, half negative. And that goes for everything. We're going to have days that life is great and we're going to have days that it's not. But that contrast and those emotions and those feelings are what create that beautiful um, contrast in our life that make us feel richly and deeply things. So let's take a look at some examples to illustrate this. Okay, so I want you to think about why you would want to finish college and have a good career. Like what are the reasons, what drives you to stay in college and do well and, and whatever, okay? <clears throat> why do you want to finish college? Or, or sorry, why do you want a nice car? Maybe I hear a lot of that. Oh, I can't wait to get a nice car someday. Why? What, it, what emotion are you wanting to feel because you have a nice car? Why do we want to be in a relationship with someone and have a girlfriend or boyfriend or get married or all of these things? Why do we want that? Well, we're, we're wanting to feel something, right? Why do we want money? What is, what is it that's driving that, huh? So let's look at this a little bit more closely. Okay. Why do we want to finish college and have a good job? Well, honestly, I don't know for you, for me, I think I wanted to feel success. I wanted to feel empowered. I wanted to feel proud of myself that I did it. I wanted to, you know, I think I wanted to feel smart and respected in my career and have that accomplishment, right? And so those emotions of success and accomplishment, all these things, that's what drove me to finish college. Why do we want to have a nice car? Well, maybe maybe it'll make you feel cool or you love the, the need for speed. You just love that freedom. Maybe it's that you want to feel like if you have a really nice car, everybody's going to look at you and go, wow, she's he, she, or he is really, really, you know, successful. Look at that. They drive that kind of car. Um, maybe you want to take those girls on a date, right? And you want to impress them with how, you know, successful you are. Maybe it's just that you feel like you'll, you'll have arrived. If you've, if you've got a Corvette, you have finally arrived in life, right? Okay. So why do we pursue girlfriends, boyfriends, relationships, marriages? Well, most people, I would say, and I would say most of my clients, when I talk to them about this, they are wanting that feeling of connection. Humans really love that feeling of connection. We love that. And we love the feeling of love. Those, those feelings feel good to us. Security. We want to feel security in our relationships. Um, sometimes they're really exciting. Um, and again, we also look to relationships as maybe an accomplishment and that's the success of life is being in a good relationship with someone and, and having joy and happiness there. Right. But in, have you noticed how often we're talking about emotions or what drive that? And finally, why do we want lots of money? Well, maybe we want to feel the freedom of what, uh, the, uh, being able to do whatever we want you know, as a result of money. Maybe we want to show others how successful we are. We want to feel accomplished. We want to be admired and respected and all these things. And so we'll go to great lengths to continue to increase our income so that we can feel a certain way, right? So do you see from these illustrations how much our emotions are driving our desires and what we want? We all want to feel something. So... You know what wanting to feel these emotion does for us? 
Feeling emotions causes us to act, okay? And that is why we go to school and buy that car and sometimes go into debt and it causes us to date and to flirt and it causes us to work hard and to earn money and to pass those classes and to get that diploma. All of that is driven from that desire, those feelings. We want to feel success and so that drives us to do the things that are required of us to graduate, to get married, to do, you know, to date, to do all those things, right? So we think there's a downside to emotions. We think that way. And we think that has to do with negative emotions. And I don't know that most of us even realize this, but we hate negative emotions as human beings. They don't feel good to us. We don't like them. And so most of us run from them. We run from emotion. We don't want to feel certain things. And so we avoid them. We resist them. We, we just do other things. We avoid them altogether so we don't have to deal with them. And what happens is we hold ourselves back oftentimes because of that fear of having to experience these emotions. Think about it. And I want you to think as I list these emotions, what we'll do to avoid these, okay? We hate disappointment as humans, right? We hate to that feeling of being disappointed, we hate rejection. We just hate that feeling of like, oh, someone just rejected me. <clears throat> we hate feeling anxious and anxiety. We don't like the feeling it feels in our body. We we just, it's not comfortable to us, right? Most of us hate to feel sad, right? It's not a happy thing to feel sad. It doesn't feel good to us. Um, something I see a lot, we hate to be bored. We just cannot stand to be bored for even a few minutes. We hate that feeling. Um, another couple of them. Loneliness. We hate to feel loneliness. It's It just it stinks to be lonely, right? And of course, most of us, if not all of us, hate the feeling of failure. We hate feeling like what we've done is not successful. And so we'll do great things to avoid this, right? Now, we know that an emotion is nothing more than just a vibration in our bodies. It's a feeling. It, it comes from chemicals that are released through our thinking, goes into our bodies. It creates a reaction. And we feel this vibration in our body. And But it's nothing more than that, really. Um, but we will go to great lengths to avoid feeling that. What we have to understand is motion, emotion does not kill us. Being disappointed will never kill us. It, it, you know, it can't harm us other than it just feels really uncomfortable, right? Being lonely, it can't kill us. It, uh, we, we, it kind of hurts, but we it, it's not a problem other than it just we just don't like to feel that way, right? So I want to tell you about a client that I remember a while ago who was really stuck in his life. He couldn't move forward with any decisions or anything. He was just stuck and he would sleep half the day, to avoid having to deal with life, to make decisions. He was so afraid of failure. He was afraid that others would laugh at him, reject him, call him stupid. He was, he was, he didn't want to feel uncomfortable. And so that literally stopped him from doing anything. He just decided to be stuck in his life rather than fear rejection or failure or all of these things. So I ask you, what's worse, feeling rejected or sleeping all day and sleeping the rest of your life? I don't know about you. Sleeping too long makes my back hurt. So I'm not going to do that, right? 
what is worse, experiencing failure or never doing anything at all, right? Like failure and experiencing disappointment, all these things, that's just part of life. But when we're unwilling to experience any of those and we avoid them, then we're avoiding life, you know, generally speaking. We'll go to great lengths to keep from feeling these discomforts and not reaching our dreams because we're, we're, we're so fearful of having to experience disappointment or rejection or failure that we literally don't reach for our dreams. We don't go for what we really want. Isn't that so interesting? So when I went to college, I was, I was really scared. I was super uncomfortable. I didn't know what in the heck I was doing. And I honestly, I didn't feel very smart. I felt kind of stupid. And all of that was caused by my thinking. It was all thoughts in my head that, that made me feel scared and uncomfortable and, and feeling like I wasn't smart. But if I would have allowed those feelings and those emotions, uh, feeling scared and uncomfortable and, and not smart enough to stop me, I would never have finished college. I would have stopped. I would have stayed stuck and I wouldn't have moved forward with my life. Those emotions don't always feel good. But learning how to just allow them to be there and still moving forward is really the secret sauce of life. Like understanding that part of life is we're going to have some failures in jobs and relationships in schooling, but we still keep moving forward anyway, knowing that we can overcome these things and things will get better. So funny story, the night before I got married, I was so, I mean, so nervous. Like it was ridiculous. I don't know what was going on. I just was feeling like, wow, this is kind of the end of that era and into this new marriage time. And I was really nervous about it. Now, again, that was all of my, my thinking about marriage. Marriage in and of itself isn't scary. It was just my thinking about it. But I remember I remember thinking things like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Um, am I ready to really be married and just be with one person the rest of my life? And <clears throat> But it took me being willing to be scared and nervous and all of these things and even wanting to throw up at one point and realizing that I could feel all of this and I could still get married. And, you know, part of it too was I don't like people when they look at me. And so, you know, getting married, everybody's staring at you. And I didn't like that. I didn't want to feel that way. So what? Not get married? Is that the solution? And so in order to experience, I just had to experience that fear. I had to experience that nervousness in order to go through it with it and get married and move on to that next step. And you know what I would have missed out on if I would have let that fear get the best of me and not get married? I mean, I adore my husband. And we have a great life together and it's not perfect, but, and I've had to experience a lot of emotion in marriage too. But do you see how those things will keep us from doing, you know, some great things? Now, of course, if I would have felt not good about it, like, I think I'm doing the wrong thing. That's a whole, totally different story. But this was just nervousness. This was just emotions getting in my way. So I want to talk for a minute about the reasons why we binge on Netflix and we binge on social media and we, we eat too much and we shop too much and we thrill seek and we drink or we do drugs or we do all these things. I would say that 99.9% .9 of the time it's because we don't want to feel something. We are afraid to be bored. We don't like to be bored. So let's do something so we don't have to feel that. 
So we escape it. We, we, we eat to escape oftentimes. Have you ever done that? Like the show ends and all of a sudden you're like, oh no, what am I going to do now? I don't have a plan. Uh, eat. That's what I'm going to go do. I'm just going to eat. I'm going to escape the feeling of being bored for a minute here. I'm going to go eat, which for the moment being, it does make us feel better. And then guess what? We're back to board again. So we put on another Netflix so we don't have to be bored. And it's just the cycle that we get in and we all do it as humans. We all have coping mechanisms and ways that we do things so that we don't have to feel. I see so many of my clients who hate feeling lonely as if loneliness is some big monster that's going to come down and eat us all, right? And so we'll sit on social media and we'll play endless video games and we'll eat and we'll do all these things so that we don't have to feel lonely. Well, what is so bad about lonely, right? It's uncomfortable. And remember that loneliness is only created in our thinking. It's thoughts like, oh, I'm all alone and no one loves me and I don't have anyone to do anything with. And those kind of thoughts are creating the loneliness, right? And then the loneliness, of course, we don't like to feel that. So then we go do something to not feel that. So I want you to think about what is your coping mechanism when you don't want to feel something. Okay. We all have them and some obviously are a lot more healthy than others, but almost always the reason why we have them is so that we don't have to feel. Okay. I want you to pay attention to what that is for you. Okay. So lastly, I just want to talk about what we can do to feel emotions and not make it a problem, not run from them and avoid them and escape. Okay. We don't want to try and push them under a rug. What can we do to just feel them? Okay. So I had this client come to me a while back and, um, had a lot of pain growing up in a family that he grew up in. Um, just some things went down in his family that he perceived as being really dysfunctional and a problem. And he had buried all of his emotions deep inside himself for years and years. He didn't talk about it. Every time you'd say, how you doing? He's like, fine. And he just didn't deal with it at all. He just scooted all over all, over all of it rather than trying to deal with the emotions that he felt from that and the, and the sadness and the frustration. So when he came to me, he was not in a good place. He had some addictions. He couldn't function in his life very well. And he was so afraid to experience any emotion. Like it took a long time for, for us to crack through that to where he would express emotions and how he felt about things. He was afraid to feel what he felt and it just ate him alive. And it was creating a lot of both physical and mental problems for him. So as I worked with him, we started learning how to feel emotions and how to practice feeling emotion. And just letting them be there and not trying to escape from them and run from them. Learning that it was okay to feel mad and feel sad and feel frustrated and feel disappointed. And it, re it took some time for him to learn how to do that. And it didn't come very easy for him because the habit was, nope, we just shove the emotion down. We don't deal with it. But when he started to see that dealing with emotions and learning how to do that was healthier, that he felt better... And it did start to help him overcome some of those addictions. And he didn't have to turn to those addictions in order to numb his pain. He could just feel pain and be okay. And he finally started moving forward in his life. And he's actually doing so much better. And he felt so much relief after learning this. So I just want you to remember that an, an emotion is nothing more than a vibration in the body. And it can't hurt you. 
it's it, it can't kill you. Yes, it feels uncomfortable. I know it feels uncomfortable, but un- discomfort is not the worst thing. So what if we could just feel lonely? What if we could understand, okay, that's what I'm feeling right now. I'm just feeling lonely. And you pay attention to what it feels like. Yeah, when I feel lonely in my body, my shoulders kind of sag and I, I you know, my heartbeat is slower and I don't, I don't know, whatever lonely feels like for you. If we could identify that in our bodies and just allow it, be like, pay attention to it. Yep, that's lonely. That's what lonely feels like. That's what it looks like. And start to just allow it there. What happens when we do that is oftentimes it it will kind of dissipate. When we recognize, yes, what I am feeling right now is anger and my hands are red and, and my neck is red and my pulse is fast. I'm feeling angry right now. And even pay attention to why. Like I'm feeling angry because, you know, so-and-so did something that really ticked me off. Okay. And we start to recognize that. And when we can see it and be like, yeah, of course it's angry. I can just feel angry for a minute. I don't need to spout off or yell or call somebody names. I can just be angry for a minute and then move forward. And what it does is a lot of times it dissipates. I want you to try it. It's really amazing. It's a really a cool principle um, that I teach in my, in my uh, practice. So what is the moral of this podcast then? What is the bottom line? Being willing to feel all your emotions, the good ones, the ugly ones, the great ones, the bad ones, learning to be uncomfortable is a key to life. And if you learn how to be uncomfortable and allow it and still move forward, it will drive you to the success that you seek. Brooke Castillo, who is the owner of the the life coach school that I attended, she always talks about discomfort is the key to success. Learning to be uncomfortable and letting that drive you. You think about people that are really, really successful, have really, really successful companies, for instance. You think they got there just with excitement and happiness and joy and love and all these wonderful emotions all the time? Of course not. They felt disappointment. They felt failure. They felt frustration and and stress and overwhelm and all those negative emotions. The difference is, is they're willing to feel that and allow those things to drive you to succeed anyway. Yeah, I feel uncomfortable about this problem that we're having the company. Yes, I saw this failure. Man, that didn't go the way I'd planned. Dang it. Yeah, I feel uncomfortable about it. But you know what? We're moving forward. I'm going to figure out a way to turn this around. That's what drives success. The reality is we don't really always want to be happy. If your dad dies, do you really want to be happy about it? I don't know. I don't. I want to be sad. You know what? I don't need to run from that sadness. I don't need to hide from it. I don't need to try and escape from that sadness. I can just learn to be sad and sad all the way and recognize it and feel it deeply in my body. And then, and then in my own time, allow it to let, to just go, to just dissipate. What I see in my business all the time, every day is people that don't want to feel anything bad. They run and they hide from it. And guess what happens? It gets worse. It, it always gets worse. And then they're in, it, it just puts them in a worse place. And then they get to a point, they're like, I need some help, which is great because I'm so happy to help you. So learning that emotions are what drive, drive what we do. How does that help us? Well, it just helps us to decide how we want to feel in order to drive our life. 
to see how we're feeling right now and how that's driving our life. And if that's not the way we want it, then we can create whatever emotion we want by creating thoughts. You know, if we want to drive our life from confidence, we need to create confidence thoughts like, yeah, I've got this life thing. I'm figuring it out. I know I can figure it out. I'm capable. That will create feelings of confidence. And when you feel confident, you're going to drive your life and your actions for confidence. Do you, are you starting to see this pattern here that thoughts create feelings and feelings create our, our actions and our results. So, you know, learn that overwhelm is created by our thoughts. It doesn't hurt us. And we can choose to find overwhelm, a, a different emotion other than overwhelm that feels better to us. So I just want to, again, I just want to go over some of the principles that we learned here today, just as, as an ending here. So we learned today that emotions are just vibrations in our bodies and emotions are what drive us to do what we do. Um, learning to feel all our emotions, including the negative ones and uh, learning to feel uncomfortable are what allow us to move through life and not be in fear all the time, not be afraid of failure or disappointment moving forward anyway. And then we learn trying to run from emotion is going to create negativity. It's going to create these negative coping strategies where we eat and we binge and we do these things in order to not feel anything. So running from emotion is never going to get us where we want to go. And the last thing we talked about is really that you're the driver of your own life. You get to create whatever emotions you want through your thinking that will drive whatever actions you want to move you forward in your life. Learning these things are so profound. If I could just, you know, scream this to the world and help people understand this, I think we would see so much less anxiety and depression and drug abuse and all of these things to hide from emotions. Emotions are part of who we are as human beings. We all experience emotion and not being afraid of them. Emotions are nothing more than a feeling in our body and that we can handle all of them. If you have any more questions about this or any other topic on the podcast, I want you to go to directyourlifecoaching.com and you can contact me there. I would love any feedback, anything that you need. I would love to help you if you are struggling in any way. So that's all I have for today. I hope you have a good one. Talk to you later. Bye. Are you in need of a life coach? Everyone needs someone to talk to, someone who doesn't judge you, someone who is safe and listens to understand. What if that someone was me? If you want to find confidence, a new outlook, a new different way to look at your life, come, please let me help you. I coach one-on-one -on -one over video conferencing or I do group coaching. We can work on whatever struggles you are facing in your life right now. Go to directyourlifecoaching.com. But just a warning, you will never be the same again.